whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. This episode is brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, online platform where you can get access to all my teaching materials at once. Hundreds of technique drills, multiple choreographies, themed intensives, full-length courses, everything you can think about. Whether 20 minutes or few hours for practice, you will find a program that will fit not only your schedule, but your mood as well. First seven days are free, so check it out at yanadansclub.com, link in the show notes. Hello, dear listeners, welcome to the Balladance Life podcast. This is our mini-series Student Voices, reminding that all of us, regardless of our profession, dance level, years in Balladance, we all remain being students. And today I'm very happy to share our conversation with Lena, who is uh, part of the Yana Dance Club, and she's just such an inspiration for me, for other dance members inside the club. And in our conversation, we talked about very important topic of uh, learning process and finding your own pace. It is called learning process for a reason, because it's not about end result. It's not about looking like someone or dancing like someone or fitting certain characteristics or criteria, so that's how it is. It's not about the end result. Learning process, it's about process. And it's first of all about you. Not someone else and how they dance, but about you and finding your joy in dance, finding your progress in dance, finding your goals and your pace of improvements. And this is very often something that we forget and we get to the trap of comparisons, especially with social media, especially with all these messages and so many opportunities to compare ourselves with someone else. But then we often may lose the essence of why we actually came to the dance class. And I hope that this conversation will remind you and uh, inspire you to focus again on you. With that said, let's dive right away into our today's conversation. There were a couple of technical distractions, but hopefully they will not distract you too much from the essence of conversation and that you will be able to get the inspiration and motivation from it. But in any case, uh, wishing you a great weekend and let us know what you think about this topic. Hello, Lina. Welcome to our today's conversation. I'm so happy that we found this time to chat and I'm very excited to connect uh, more with you and discover more about your dance uh, story and your dance journey. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really uh, thrilled to be talking to, to Ukraine all the way across the world. It it's, um, still blows my mind how how we can just do that by though there was a little fussing with the little panic with the zoom and trying to uh, get things sorted out but um i think i'm i'm learning slowly how to deal with technology <laughs> of, of the zoom anyway 
Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. The technologies help us to connect wherever we are, whichever point uh, of time or whichever place in the world we are at. So to start our conversation, I actually want to ask you, uh, first of all, can you tell a little bit more about yourself? Uh, where are you from or what is your main like activity, you know, maybe like not even dance related, but in general, what, what you do in your life and uh, what... Um, <laughs> What does your day-to-day -day thing? <laughs> what does a day look like in the morning? Well, I think I'm on my fourth or fifth career. Um, I am now a, a healthcare worker. I work in uh, hospitals. I work in a home with uh, seniors. And my wonderful job is to engage them in activities and to keep uh, all those realms of wellness, right? The, the cognitive, the um, intellectual, the social. Um, the spiritual, not so much because we have uh, different people for that. But um, yeah, so um, we have about four programs that we run a day. And we try to take care of some of those different areas and keep people's experiences fresh and, and keep them active and, and keep them happy. So that because a person when we are isolated, it's just well known that uh, we tend to drift into depression. I mean, a good, it's good to reflect in the morning. I, I think I've spoken to you about that. I like my alone time in the morning so I can figure out, so I can arrive at the day and then I can um, share the experiences. Some of the experiences I share, I, I take a little piece from the Anna Dance Club, the little, my learning, and I, I share share that whether it's uh, drumming or or some movement for a seated physical class, um, it, it's nice to have that um, communication and the connection with other people that are are teaching. So, I guess right now I'm I'm functioning as a teacher, but I've milked cows. I've um, done computer really boring drafting engineering stuff, which uh, I got out of really fast. And um, yeah, uh, I guess a typical day would, would be I start quietly in the dark <laughs> and um, drive. I drive across a big bridge in our weather. I'm from here. I'm from, I'm from uh, Vancouver area. I'm living out in the Fraser Valley, Vancouver area, BC, Canada, where we've had a lot of uh, climate, we've had fires and we've had flooding this last year. I guess all around the world, things are changing but last couple of weeks my drive was um, okay there's a hazard here I have to go around that and a hazard there so instead of a 20-minute drive it became it becomes an hour drive and that, that's just an, an adjustment so that's a life is I guess right now is a lot of adjustments so yeah that's a typical day um yeah, I might start with the physical program. I like to to do a physical program or, or then sometimes an intellectual and drumming and dance and movement together. That's considered an intellectual activity. So that's I write that down. So I have to do all my paperwork. Okay, so we've had 45 minutes of intellectual activity and on to the next program. So yeah, that's a day. And then come home and feed my cats. <laughs> I have four cats and... Um, I, I would only have three, but um, we have a, a foster right now who is very bad, 
well, as cats can be, they can um, just be mischievous. And so she's a lot, <laughs> there are a lot of, there are a lot of work, but uh, a lot of love in return. Mm. Yeah. Uh, would you like, do you have, hmm? my question has, have you ever had a pet, Iana? Have you ever had a pet cat or a pet? dog? No, I had, didn't have a cat. I had a, a parrot when I was a um, kid, a bird, uh, which uh, was very fun. Like we brought it from different countries. It was a gift to us. So it was interesting that it survived, he survived a train trip overnight which for bird was very stressful but we didn't we had no idea about that and then it he was um uh he never let himself get into the hands but at the mm -hmm. same time the bird was very playful it's like one of those that uh, this time they get like uh, trying to interact with uh, people uh, uh, trying to speak but he never like really broke this edge of like trying to speak and repeat not speak but repeat the sounds but that that was my experience with pets <laughs> <laughs> oh wonderful oh yeah birds are uh, i love all animals we've had birds in in our family too and it's sometimes it's a blessing if they don't speak <laughs> <laughs> well true <laughs> i guess <laughs> Well, but you had an exciting journey of switching like so many different professions. Where on this path you uh, met belly dance and incorporated it into your life? Okay, well, I thought about that because every time you ask that question, I think, well, where where did it happen? And and I think it it didn't all start with exactly belly dance. Um, I think a really young. My family uh, has a tradition. They're, they were, uh, anyway, I, I, it's, if I sound like I'm bragging, I'm not. My grandfather was one, great-great-grandfather was one to bring hockey to Canada, one of those people that brought hockey to Canada from Europe. So he's in a hockey can of, a hall of fame. I personally, I hate hockey. I hate watching it, hate playing it. But um, all the ice, uh, my mother would take me when I was very young to watch um the figure skating. It, he wasn't just a uh, hockey. He was also wrote a book on figure skating. So we were, I loved to watch the beautiful, graceful movements of the dancers on ice. And I think that's where I started understanding that I, I just mesmerized as a child. And then um, I think I played accordion. <laughs> I played, how was an accordion player at eight? And I used to work with, uh, not work with, I used to perform with the troupe. And the troupe had all different kinds of um, uh, people. They had uh, uh, dancers and some would use fire. And I just, oh, that's so cool. Here I am playing the accordion. I was so jealous. Um, but uh, I was fascinated. And I think that I really loved the Polynesian dancers with the, with the hip movements and just the body, just how that they, those, I wanted to do to make those movements and to have those in my body too. So I didn't see a belly dancer until I was probably about 17 or 18. And I was with some of my engineering friend and they went to a club called a Kilimanjaro in Vancouver long time ago. And there was a belly dancer and they were putting money in her, in her clothes. And I'm going, what are you doing? Can't you just sit down and, and appreciate the dance and give her money later? She's doing wonderful things. So I didn't understand that whole whole uh, 
I just thought they were being very rude. <laughs> so, but I loved her dance and I, I wish I would remember who it was or I had uh, asked her name. Um, but that was my first experience, uh, belly dance. And then um, I used to attend festivals. I used to make jewelry. I used to, uh, just for fun, hobby, uh, silversmith. And I would uh, have my stuff and then they would have the entertainment and then they would have the fusion dancers. And I thought they were wonderful, but I liked uh, the traditional one. And so I uh, just eventually was started to look around for a teacher in my area. I found Nikki and um, it's uh, been from there. It's, it's been uh, a love affair from there. So that's it. Nutshell. <laughs> how many that's how years that ago came about. You, you came to first dance class? Um, probably... Yeah, first belly dance class. Yeah, probably about four or five years ago. I think in college, I did a little journey with um, uh, contact improv. Do you know what that mm -hmm. is? Yeah. You know what contact improv dance? They were teaching that at the college. And they also, I, I think there was also some jazz dance there. But yeah, no, I've only really been doing belly dance for about four or five years. So it's mm -hmm. uh, slow. It's uh, lots of um pro a slow progress because i have to take a uh, time off for for different reasons sometimes uh injury or um life <laughs> mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's it's a uh, i just i feel like i'm growing and that's what's wonderful to be 59 i'm going to be 59 in january and and still experiencing growth in in the body and and uh not um though there are things that are declining um and and uh it's still uh, a joy to be moving i'm blessed that i can stand and walk my cat see the one that's bad just wants to wants to bother another you just be good you just chill <laughs> i have an old yeah so so yeah that's um yeah that's where i'm at right now it was about five six years ago i'm Wow. You're, you ask another question, Iana, because I'm losing my thread. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Like that's so cool and so inspiring for so many people because many people will not go to the dance class thinking like, uh, uh, oh, uh, it's uh, too late. I'm too old. And they not need to be even in 50s. Like I know people in their 30s that like, oh, I'm too old to go to a dance class. <laughs> but it's so inspiring to hear. Oh my, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the, move, the movements are, you know, you, you have option number one, option number two, you know, the way that, that a lot of teachers say, well, you know, start with this. This is your foundation. And if you stay at the foundation, that's cool because a little bit, um, you can surprise. I have a bad, sometimes a bad dance weeks where I, I don't feel like I'm improving. I'm frustrated. I can't ca I can't remember the choreography. That's one of the rain, main reasons why I'm doing dances for the cognitive. And it's hard for me um, I, to get even three moves down the line if I can mm -hmm. keep working on it. So um, while I'm learning it in class and I, I can see the other people, they've picked it up, they're moving, they're on to the next... I just keep, and it's okay. Teacher says, just do the three moves, you know, <laughs> that you can handle. Do what you can handle. Teachers are very understanding, I suppose. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Like you're pretty understanding about our our different levels. You don't encourage us to hurt ourselves or or be perfectionistic. You know, we, you definitely, especially in our current intensive, it's it's all about improvisation and making mistakes and and just seeing what's there. What even if it's ugly, you know, it's it's still uh, a movement and uh, growing. So. But it's very important yeah. to remind that even when we go to uh, the same class, even if it's physical class, not necessarily online class, but physical class, and we may start dancing at the same year or dance the same number of years, and we may be doing the same class with the same teacher, but we're still each of us on our individual dance journey. And we have individual body, individual mind, individual uh, ways of learning, picking up, something is easier, something is more difficult. So it's not about comparing with That's ourselves right. with others. It's to get inspiration and support from each other, but also remembering that we are all on our each individual journey, which we are sharing the same direction with other dancers. That's, that's, that's what I... Yeah, no, it's... it's um it's good to uh under like we i think we all know that i think we all know that at a level at, at a level that we're not to you know um it's 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 hurtful to ourselves if we compare ourselves with other people uh but i understand a lot of people's hesitation about just feeling lost in a class when uh, and and if you if you have a good teacher they will keep those different they have to run a I, they have to have a same when I'm working with the seniors, I have some that can't raise their arms, you know, over, over their head. I have to keep that. So for, for a good teacher will give you um, something that you can work on. Right. And, and, and if you don't have a teacher that has that, you have to come up with it yourself. You have to say, this is, this is where I'm at right now. This is what I can take away. If I don't remember all the moves in the class and I only remember three, um that's that's a that's okay with me and i'm learning to accept that it's it's probably a reason why people don't um want to attend the class is that fear of just feeling lost even um you mentioned that you start doing ballet dance classes with a teacher uh, but then you probably start incorporating many different elements into your uh, dance training. And you mentioned that you practice uh, at home on your own. So how does your practice look like? Does it look like those morning time that you dedicate to like those, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes that you mentioned to your dance practice? Or is it just a part and then you do something else, something more? And I know there are different stages in life and sometimes uh, we go through ups and downs, but let's say then we are on the positive like flow of everything going well and we are on on the flow of things. Like how does your training look like? Okay. Well, a glass of water and a breath of fresh air, right? We try to do that, open the window, breathe, glass of water, wake up. Um, Probably some stretching. I have to stretch now. I can't even do anything now without a good stretcher for myself. So, And that's not standing stretching or big and fancy. It's sitting down um, and uh, stretching legs out. So stretching maybe five, 10 minutes breathing, stretching. Um, that's when I do it at home. Um, 
And I, I used to do the stretching and then I'd pop on one of your classes. Um, the, the 20 minute is just perfect. And then I'd, I'd go to work and then I'd walk. You know, walking is an important um, part of training just to keep everything going. But now I am so lucky that where I work, there is floor space. There's beautiful floor. Um, I've been just restricted to this um, living room with carpet. And sometimes when I was practicing turning, it would be a little problem with my knees. So um, that's changed. So if I'm in, on a good day, I'll get there an hour early and then I'll just... Um, just slowly warm up something from uh, Nikki, maybe, because uh, she has a different style of teaching. It's um, whatever. So I, I would try, if I've had a class with her, I'll try to remember what from the night before. Um, when I'm working with a lot of the um, online stuff, it, it's so uncanny. It's almost a weird synchronicity, but if I'm working something in my with Nikki, it's almost the same thing that I'm working with you. I don't know how that happens. If we're doing shimmies, we are doing shimmies in on uh, Iana Dance Club. If we're, um, it, it was like that for a while. Anyway, so some now things are changing, and and. Uh, both of my teachers are taking different directions, but I still think that um, it reinforces if I have a question about how to get my body to, to move that. Sometimes um, um, I can ask it, but it doesn't ask the question, but I still can't understand. So one teacher will have one way of explaining. I recommend two teachers <laughs> have a beautiful online teacher and, and a real life teacher because some things... Uh, are just a uh, different explanation makes makes sense. So uh, yeah, so I finally can do my my loose knee shimmy. She uh, Nikki is so mad. She says I've been telling you how to do this for years, and now you finally. <laughs> so she's not really mad. She's happy, of course, for for students. But um, yeah, so that's a, a a long roundabout way of I try on a good day to get an hour in. Uh, warm-up stretching, uh, a little bit of drilling, and then uh, work on um, whatever just to enforce memory, just to, um, to put it down, find it, in, find it in my body. I don't ever seem to finish a choreography to get it perfect. I, I don't know. I have to let that go unless it's a very, very simple choreography. Um, just that kind of repetition. The the and in karate they used to have this rule of ten where you uh, a sequence you would try to repeat that ten times and and you do that every day and then maybe on the weekend you do a hundred. Um, there's some Japanese word for you would do a hundred repetition. I if I try, I tried to do that and uh, I ended I ended up um, it was too much for my body. So sometimes. Um, my training is at night. If I have an injury, I, I sit down with the computer and I watch videos or I just listen to music and try to mark it somehow with my head. Um, yeah, training is changing. My training is changing with my body. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, first I would add that Perfect in dance is a myth. There is no such thing as perfect dance, perfect choreography, perfect performance. 
uh, we are all unique and we are all perfect in our own way at whichever stage we are in our dance and life. And also, of course, is the main thing is definitely listening to your own body and adapting it. And even if sometimes you, you know, like you need to sit and just watch by observing, we yes. learn a lot too. So that's very cool, like to let yourself be you and give yourself whatever you need at this moment in your learning process. That's very important and a very important shift in mind to accept it. It's okay. That's, that's the thing how they are right now. Like why should, why should you do those hundred repetitions of the weekend if they harm your body right now? Like that doesn't right. serve exactly. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's certainly, um, I guess when I talk about those repetitions, those um, repetitions are to create, like you always say, the, the muscle memory and, and the body and, and the, the ability to have the confidence to, to perform. And so I'm, I am really accepting now that, um, you know, a, a very complicated choreography is, is I'm not ready for it yet. Um, I, and, and I will not, if I do a choreography, I might maybe just do one in, in a year. And, and it, it's not, not a perfection. I'm not looking for perfect. I'm looking to, maybe that's the wrong way of saying it, but to, to feel comfortable to perform and for, to share that with others. Um, mostly it's good. I'm happy if the dance just belongs to me, but if I want to do a Christmas uh, concert for my seniors and their families, I want to be a little more confident. I want to not, I tried uh, uh, sometimes if someone walks in that I have a lot of respect for like the head nurse, and I'm, I'm dancing, I stop, I forgot my whole, whole uh, choreography that, that Majan says. So I want to share, they love it. I want to give joy to people, but I will just take one chore choreography at a time. And, and uh, if it takes me a year <laughs> where I can feel comfortable, I, that's it. My own pace, not perfection, just comfort. Yeah, that, so. that's a very great approach that... Uh, we all have our own tempo and uh, that's okay that's totally fine and it's still a growth like whatever we are whatever we are moving forward it's still a growth and that's beautiful that's uh, there's all definitely beauty in um just letting it be like who, the way it is and taking that stress off of of ourselves that we don't need like oh but other person is doing like this. I need it too. Like, well, yeah. You? <laughs> uh, also speaking well, I of think you you said that too. You you also in that that scientific that fear of missing out and and that's kind of hardwired in in our brains as a survival mechanism, right? If the, the group doesn't accept us, then we might be cast off, and then we might. So if we can just think of think of that oh is what I'm feeling uh, true or am I reacting to some old ancient prehistoric programming right so if I, if I have a good self-talk I can I can work through that wait a minute I'm thinking like a dinosaur again stop that <laughs> and then just uh, come back to do um, oh it's okay they're doing their thing they're probably worried about how they look or what they're and uh, what their actions are, and, and uh, they're, they're not even thinking about you. you know? So, 
I mean, the nurse who walked in the room and, and looked at me, he was probably going, had something else on his mind. They had, you know, that day. So probably wasn't even right. So, but, um, oh, maybe yeah, we had that, that old programming. Or maybe they were just like looking at admiring your performance and uh, yeah, definitely right. So, like, I, yeah, <laughs> nothing like what is she doing? No, I mean, opposite. she's supposed to be working and teaching them something, you know, not not showing off, right? So, yeah, we worry. Uh, I, I do. Is that I wonder if that's a common thing with with dancers growing up as as if they've um, been dancing and feeling joyful in a moment and just uh, uh, dancing in the park or something and somebody comes up and says, what are you doing showing off like that? I, You know, that's happened. That's happened. So I maybe uh, we're all, we all have to be kind mm. and not worry about that one person. Well, most often people would come and ask with curiosity, what are you doing? But sometimes we hear in our minds as like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> who knows? Maybe they ask yeah. the different question from what we heard and what we listened to. Well, sometimes, sometimes uh, we can be mean. We can be, uh, I, you know, I'm walking and and uh, because I, I did when I when I was waiting for my children at school uh, to be finished school, I would go around and I would sometimes dance or I would sometimes move. This was when I was younger, before. Uh, she, well, she thinks she, who, what does she think she is, you know, and I'd hear them walking behind me. And sometimes that's the criticism. It's real. It's real. There are uh, cliques and groups and, and, uh, but uh, shall we let them, um, their unhappiness affect our happiness? Um, we shouldn't. So I don't know what makes people criticize others, um, their appearance. I've, uh, there are, people to do that but uh, I'm not I, I wouldn't um, do that to another person so I don't understand why but you learn and and you learn to cope with those kinds of criticism right mm. I'm sure you've had that and um, I think anytime we step out uh, or we step out and try try something or, or okay I'm really going to use my talent and my skill I'm going to get it better. I'm going to um, work on it and improve it and, and be proud of it. And there's always maybe some, some little voice that, that, that wants to um, take you down a notch. Um, I've seen, I've seen uh, that that's common on the playground and that's, that's what it is. It's, it's playground behavior. So, mm -hmm. um, and I, I think I'm, I'm totally guilty of it on, on a level, but if I realize that, no, this, this person is doing their best, you know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm totally uh, free of, of, of judgments. I would like to be, I would really like to be a kind of person that, that doesn't judge others. And if I catch myself, um, it's, it's good to say, stop thinking like a dinosaur. That's all, it's my little, little phrase. So it's good for grandchildren. Oh. Well, we, we are yeah. all like, you know, things that we are the most afraid of, very often we project ourselves and it's very unpleasant very often to acknowledge this quality in ourselves exactly. too. Uh, but it's first step to recognize it. And it's not like we get, like we'll be 
uh, guilt-free forever and once we realize it like it takes time and approach and as we talk like uh, perfect is a myth nobody none of us is perfect and someone like always everyone has something to work on and improve in their both dance and life But coming back to your uh, dance training, I'm curious to know about your experience because you said you started first with a teacher in a physical class and then at some point you have added online training. And I don't know if Yana Dance Club was the first platform that you tried to do online or there was anything else before, but I'm really curious to know about your experience of uh, practicing and studying dance, ballet dance online, with online tools, with video tools. How was it for you? Was it easy? Was it not? Were you maybe skeptical at first or right away were like open to this idea? So how how was that experience for you? I think it kind of eased into that through a recommendation. Um, There was a Courtney's improv, right? This was this was more not exactly classes, but um, more to get comfortable being online. Was was a, a group where um, Courtney would challenge us. We'd have a playlist, and we would improvise. And there were rules that you were, uh, you know, you said something nice, or you didn't say anything at all to other group. Uh, members and comment on their dance and it was such a nice community and so uplifting and encouraging that I started to try more challenges right and um, because I, I felt comfortable it's okay to it's different making a video in your own living room it's 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 not so bad right you're comfortable you have your caps you have um, maybe your husband walking by once in a while but other than that it's a safe place. There's there's nobody going to walk in on you and criticize. So you can you can dance. And I was growing and I was liking um, the the growth. Okay, so so that's really how that started. And then so who else had a challenge? Hmm? That was you. You you had the um, uh, belly dance life uh, um, drum solo challenge, and 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 you had different teachers all. So you would get to sample uh, Sadie um, and Igor. Um, his name means cat in Russian. I can't remember his name, but and um, uh, Cassandra Fox you had, and, and you had uh, you know I could, oh Cassandra. So there's a that, right. Oh yes, the the with her background in in ballroom and and. Yes, a fabulous dancers just to watch, right? It's just so much fun just, just to watch. I think that's one reason why I go to dance classes. I just want to watch my teacher dance. I just, I just love to see that same childhood experience of watching the skaters. I love the experience of grace. I love to watch the professionals dance. So, so there, through the challenge, um, then, you, of course, you both you and Sadie offered online classes. And I was hooked. So um then from from there um i made space in my living room i cleaned out all the junk off my uh, very cluttered space um which is something you should do at my age um it makes life a lot easier to um, make time for yourself if you don't have knickknacks to dust get rid of them and uh get rid of all that furniture you've been hanging on to and make yourself some space to dance 
And uh, if you can't get out because it's snowing and you're not comfortable driving, um, you can have an online class with, with someone that's it's um, a positive way uh, to a live class is beautiful. Um, that, that's uh, something we've had to do through COVID and you can still connect with, with uh, people that you, um, you have relationship with and encourage each other. Um, so, uh, and then also if your time is different and, and uh, you work shift work or something, which I did when I was milking cows, I could put your dance at two o'clock in the morning and, and I could dance. I, I wouldn't have to find the class. You're not going to find a belly dance class at two o'clock in the morning. So Iana is there and, and I'm, I'm here and I'm alive and I'm, I'm experiencing and I'm growing. I'm not alone, even though the class is recorded. So um so yeah that's that's kind of why i stuck stuck with it i just keep keep uh enjoying the 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 progression the organization i i don't have to wake up in the morning be totally alone and figure out okay what am i going to do to dance and i'm i'm with the group even though we're not um i can't touch them i can't um but it it makes for a, a more social experience. This is something we, if we, we are social creatures, I'm sorry. I, I know there are introverts. I'm a little bit of an introvert, but we, we need that socialization to survive. And um, yeah, that's uh, online classes is pretty much my connection. That's kind of what I do. I don't, I don't, uh, I know a lot of people spend more time at home than they used to. Um, but I think way in the past, in our grandmother's time, we weren't going out all the time either. We had our, our different things that we would do, our sewing or, or our um, cooking and our cleaning was harder. We didn't just throw it in the washing machine. So we, I, I think not running around constantly like a chicken with your head cut off and having those uh, online classes just to be there for you in your own home. Um, you don't have to spend money on gas. You don't have to have your car working. I don't know. There's lots of benefits. So anyway, Yana, <laughs> I, I'm a talker. No, that's nice. And I definitely have one more question for you. And I would love to hear your answer. And um, I would love to know in general, what do you think belly dance brought to your life? How did it change your life since you start doing belly dance? Oh, hmm. I, 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 I had reflected on, on that when I started. That was a question my teacher asked me, why are you doing this? And I think at the time, in the very beginning, it was to um, help with my cognition, help with the... Uh, um, uh, feeling a little more uh, feminine in my body. And I think belly dance has helped me with, with that. I've um, spent uh, non-traditional work, um, physically not wearing nice clothes. So I'm, I'm learning how to grow, right? Um, I'm learning how to um, express my femininity. And I think that's, um, you know, uh, not, not just to be a... a a worker, right? A machine, um, but to have an individuality and to 
be a little more comfortable expressing myself, um, even speaking. Yeah, and I don't know if I would have been able to do this two years ago. I would have been too nervous so um, to talk, right? And um, so also uh, uh, dan the belly dance is... Um, brought me with other other when when we didn't have covid i would a chance to get out and be musical again um i missed that i used to um when i was in my 20s and 30s we'd have people over and we'd play music and we'd be together and um with many moves i'd lost contact with all those people but with belly dance now um locally here i have uh, a, a, a family i have a, a dance family of musicians and um uh, dancers and people that I can, people that I can talk about belly dance to that don't think I'm crazy, right? So um, or, or obsessed. <laughs> that if I talk about dance to other people in my family, it's, yeah, yeah, mom, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, just find your tribe. I, I found I found my tribe, and that I think that's what belly dance gave me the most. Mm. Yeah. And I also should add that it's extremely inspiring to uh, see your dance activities and to see your progress and uh, to see your efforts of investing in yourself. And it is really inspiring for, uh, for me, for I know for many other members of the club who also like we follow each other progress and uh, seeing your specific activities and your dance journey, it's very encouraging, very inspiring. And I just really want to give a shout out to you. Like you're doing so amazing and such a great uh -huh. inspiration work that um, I think you don't even realize that uh, many people may just look at you and think like, huh, I can do that too. And uh, especially being brave to put yourself out online and sharing it. And that that's absolutely awesome. So thank you for being you and being brave to putting yourself out and to uh, keep working on yourself and keep growing, which is so, so important. And just, just embracing like where we are and uh, what we need at this specific moment. <laughs> Okay. Well, so Iana, I have a question for you. So you say that 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 you're inspired, and I'm I'm curious because I want to inspire people, um, especially my seniors. And so, what what is it that inspires you? What do I do? Just that I'm doing it, that I'm consistent. That's that's kind of, uh, um, or that that it can be done when when dancing is possible to do dancing when you're older. That's probably something that both that, um, you both, might both both <laughs> actually and many more things even like the fact of uh, um even though what you mentioned that or you may hear like uh, uh you found your dance stripe that doesn't feel think like you're crazy talking or being passionate about dance but you probably have other people who are kind of like get resistant to your obsession with dance and no matter what you are listening to yourself and you keep doing it you keep doing what you're enjoying and you just do it for yourself that's very very important because we very often try to do things to again get perfection or be perfect or create the character or get admiration or approval from other thing people but we very often forget that the most important thing is to find what inspires you 
and uh, to do it for yourself. And that's it. It's, it sounds simple, but it's very complicated to do, <laughs> very difficult sometimes to do. That's that, and and I'm, we've been having that that kind of discussion, and 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 uh, we've we've helped. Yeah, I think inspiring each other. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, a dance family for you, isn't it? Yeah, that's for that's sure. nice. That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.